This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, in yet another sign of spring... McDonald's is shifting focus to St. Patrick's Day and bringing back the popular shamrock shake. It consists of, of course, vanilla soft serve, shamrock shake syrup, and whipped topping. It's been a springtime staple since 1970. The shake typically returns to menus for a few weeks ahead of St. Patrick's Day each year. This time, it's rolling out as of today. I don't love a shamrock shake. Not my thing. Gross. Did you guys ever try the Oreo shamrock McFlurry? Because I never heard of that until I saw this article. Where it's just like the, the it has sham- mint in it, right? Yeah, the shamrock yeah, no shake syrup out, mixed mint. into the Oreo McFlurry. That's the nasty. other day, there was a box of chocolates uh, at the in the control room at the studio, and I was like, "Ooh, chocolate!" And I went to grab it, and when I opened it, the one little piece I saw it was a like you know a little singular piece. I saw little it was mint. mint. I'm like, "Nope," I threw it away. I'm with you. So I like mint chocolate chip ice cream. Well, I understand that. And I uh, don't, my wife also likes uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream, and you have one thing in common. But I don't like mint chocolate chip ice cream that's not green. Because if it's mint chocolate chip ice cream and it's white ice cream, you can't really taste the mint. So here's what I'm getting at. But doesn't it taste like toothpaste to you? Well, here, here I, this is exactly what I wanted to say to you. So last night, I get home, and I'm, I have something. I had sushi. When you're when you get done eating sushi, I, I don't know about everybody else. I gotta have something sweet to get the fishiness out of my mouth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No. The only thing that was around was a box of Girl Scout cookies, the Thin Mints. Hey, Girl yeah. Scouts! I'd find something else. I love Same. a Samoa. I do. I love a oh, Samoa, Samoa girl. So good. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you right now, Thin Mints. You know what I like too, by the bad way? Bad cookie. Not a and good. And they cookie. charge extra for this one. The um, the s'mores one. Oh, that one's good. S'mores is an extra dollar. Tagalongs are the best. Tagalongs which, good too. Which was the, the tagalongs? Right? Those the peanut butter ones yeah. with the dark yeah. chocolate I, and the crispy wafer. Yes, I do want to point out that I just found out recently, like a year ago, that they have different names based on where you live. Like if you live in Florida, what? they have different names. Like I didn't know that. Yeah, they all have come. There's no Samoas or Thin Mints. Or they all have weird names. I'm gonna look them up right now because they're really weird. Well, I just want to say, as far as a uh, one of these St. Patty's Day McDonald's milkshakes. No go for me. Um, nah. And that's from somebody who likes a mint chocolate chip ice cream, but really thinks Thin Mints suck. Okay? I, 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 listen, I'll eat a York peppermint patty. Ew. No. But, but Gross. A thin, well, I'm not saying I yeah. like it. I'm just saying I would eat it. Ugh. But a Thin Gross. Mint, horrible, horrible, terrible I like cookie. I Thin Mints. But I also like Andes. I don't like, I, wanna, I don't like peppermint patties, but I like Andes. Those are like the milk chocolate mint ones. Yeah, not, not in on mm. any of that. I just don't like mint in my chocolate. By the way. Like, if you gave me one of those little mint candies, like hard candies, I'd eat that. Those are good. But you know what I like don't like mi- in my chocolate? I don't like jelly. I don't like, like... Ew, who puts like jelly when, in who puts chocolate? Jelly in chocolate? Well, like, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? What kind of heathens like, do have, you hang out with? No, 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 no. <laughs> like, when you have, like, uh, when you have, like, Valentine's Day, and they have chocolates that are filled with, like, little, like, jelly stuff. Oh, oh like, oh, like chocolate-covered cherries? Yeah, no, like that. No, 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 no. Like, chocolate-covered, like, juicy like I know what you're talking stuff. about, Kathy. I, don't, I can't. I, I've never experienced <laughs> Wait, can this. Can you say that again? <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like chocolate-covered, uh, juicy jelly stuff. Yeah, it's gross. I've never. Yeah, I, I get it. what you're saying. Like it's got a little like um, it's like a little syrupy thing. It's inside. like caramel yeah. but squishier. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm gross. with you on that. I don't like that stuff. I don't either. like it either. Real quick, Girl Scout cookies, the the ones that have different names. Yeah. These Samoas are called uh, car- caramel delights. And yeah. the uh, tagalongs are called peanut butter patties, and then whatever those other ones, those trefoils or whatever, those are called shortbread, just straight up shortbread. Yeah. Nah, I'm I'm good. I um, usually I end up. I haven't been. Uh, wasn't there like a shortage of like Girl Scout cookies? That or something was like, like a that? year or two ago. Oh, so it's we're back. Yeah, we're yeah, back. We're good. Yeah, I'm, I haven't uh, seen any I'm, Girl Scouts. I need some I'm, Samoas. I'm gonna be terrified of going to the grocery store because I feel I'll feel the need to buy like. 
cookies every Go on the Girl Scouts app. Peanut butter things. You can download or No, I know. Uh, your house. So Kevin Blackestone, the professor uh, on Around the Horn, um, his daughter, uh, he, he everybody on the show like orders them online and they get delivered to the door. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm saying I don't need more cookies because I'm already going to buy from Kevin for his daughter and I don't need to buy at the grocery store now. But I'm going to get suckered into that too. I haven't seen him at the grocery store. You know, as a matter of fact, I haven't been to the grocery store. That's kind of on me. Well, no, because you just sent your daughter like she's yeah. Instacart. Julia just went. She got the rosemary chicken at Trader Joe's. It's good. Do you like the rosemary chicken at Trader Joe's? I do. It's I do. I, I slice it up. That's something. You know what we talked about earlier? Like things that, you, that you've eaten too much of, and it's like, mm, that, that's probably one of them for me, although I didn't think about that initially. Um, but the, my initial answer was going to be... Um, a spicy chicken sandwich at Wendy's, which I don't know if they still have, to be honest with you. I haven't been to spicy Wendy's. Spicy chicken a while. sandwich at Wendy's. I haven't had one of those in a really long time. Yeah, I did but there see was a ad, time where I ate them a lot. I did see an ad for McDonald's that they've got this menu, this value menu, where you can get like two different things, like the crunchy chicken and then like a double cheeseburger. And it's like $3. And I saw it on TV and I was like, oh my God, that looks so good. Did you but buy I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it, George. Yeah, I'm not going to. I had it. a very healthy uh, meal today. I feel like for the most part. I mean, I did have hash browns, which isn't super healthy, but um, egg white omelet, little avocado, mm. some some pepper jack, mm. um, a little bacon, a little bit of mm-hmm. bacon, mm-hmm. a little bit, and little uh, bit. some wheat toast and some hash browns. But uh, I'm still pretty full from like lunch today with uh, Clinton and Laura and Beto. Duran, as you like to say. Beto Duran, his daughter is selling Girl Scout cookies. Hey Beto, you get me some of them. Uh... Some of them peanut butter cookies and some of them Samoas? Yeah. Hook it up. Uh, Beto and Whittier, not that Beto. Different Beto says, when your pit hairs start to grow back, it's itchy like a mofo. True. True. That I never don't... happens to me. I don't get itchy pits. Well, no, you got to shave you them clean. Use, like, yeah, as long as you don't use like a razor. A razor. Yeah, yeah. you got to use like a machine. Yeah, but shave them clean, George. See what happens. No, no I'm not doing weird. that. I mean, I mean, I saw that picture of LeBron. I mean, he you, shaved them clean. No, you could, no, they're not. You could, if you, uh, me and Laura were just talking about it. If now, you zoom next in, time I interview little, LeBron, I'm going to look at his pits. He does have little tiny ones. <laughs> like, he definitely doesn't shave them clean, but just close enough to where, it, you know, he's not getting in anyone's face. I've never face. noticed that. I've never noticed I sent this you guys man's the picture. Pits. I told Lindsay, I think he has, like, yeah. he's going through laser hair removal. And she's like, no, oh, there's a little that's bit. That's actually smart. But, so I have a, I have a friend who's a uh, works for a dermatologist, uh-huh. and she tells me that that is the way to go. Game changer. I've said this. Game yeah. changer. I, shaving to sugaring to laser. Best thing yeah. ever. It's and, expensive, and it hurts eh. initially, but then it's over. Eh. What are you lasering? In, in the long run, you actually really? will spend less yeah. money. Yeah. On razors, if well, you get if you get laser, because like for you know like when you shave you like women and stuff you know you go through a lot of razors and then like sugaring's expensive as hell like it's not yeah. cheap and then you have to do it every like five to six weeks but then when lasering you do that still five to six weeks but eventually you won't have happy go laser hair. what am i gonna laser which part of your body do you laser i'll laser something if you laser something yeah i would do it that's kind of a gross question uh why? that's why i didn't answer <laughs> why i mean why we're talking about a man's armpits yeah we're talking I mean, about you, pits though. i mean Use your imagination, Cappy. Yeah, they're talking about something else. That's oh, really? why I asked you and not them. Oh, like your yeah. arms, you mean? Yeah, my arms. Anyway. I mean, I've done my underarms. Yeah, I've done my underarms. Like, I haven't shaved my underarms in like two years because once you do it, you don't got to do it. So do that. That'll work there for you, Cappy. I think I'm going to go clean my pits tonight. <laughs> LeBron style. <laughs> uh, by the way, so the Rams rumor, you ready? Yeah, hit me. DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins to the Rams. Hmm. Yeah. Um, is he still under contract to the Cardinals, presumably? Yeah, it would need to be a trade. Okay, so I'm just thinking about this from the Cardinals' perspective. We're in the same division. You guys won the Super Bowl a year ago. Do I really want to give you guys one of my best players? But on the other hand... He's not going to want to be there. He don't want to be here. Our quarterback can't get him the ball. We got a new head coach who's more of a defensive guy than an offensive guy. You know what? Um, what will you give us for him? Because hey, the Rams they ain't got no picks. Well, if you trade Jalen Ramsey, you got picks. Now, you see, now we're talking because Jalen Ramsey, being a star defender, now going to a team that has a new head coach that is a defensive-minded coach because this was the guy who was the defensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles. You may actually right? be able to do a swap, a real swap for those two. And, and let me tell you something. You put Hopkins on the Rams' offense with – 
the assumption that Stafford could stay healthy, and we'll just right. make that assumption and, and for Cooper now. And Cooper Cup is back in theory. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And now, you know, that makes up for the disaster of Allen Robinson from a year ago. Right. Who's still under contract for another right. couple of years. Right. But then he becomes a three. Yeah. You know? Right. And if, and if the guy catches 40 passes in the year, you're like, okay, whatever. That's what we got from him. But we didn't need him because we had two superstars. Yeah. And then, you know, let's not shortchange Skoranek. You know what, George? That's a good job. Nice work. Yeah. yeah don't shortchange Skoranek. Yeah. That guy, that guy shows a lot of heart. Yeah. You know? So, but that is out there. That's being floated out in the ether at the moment. I actually got to say that as we're now headed out of the NBA All-Star game and we're into these last, you know, the last quarter of the season, if you will, yeah. and as we're into spring training now and people are starting to get excited about the baseball season, there has been a lot of NFL kind of news and rumors after the whole, you know, coaching carousel closes up. You know, then you start getting into free agency and where quarterbacks are going to go. Lamar Jackson, I saw a conversation today, George, on ESPN about Daniel Jones, the New York Giants quarterback, possibly mm. being a $43 million a year quarterback. I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. No, that's ridiculous. Time out a second here. No chance in hell I would pay him $43 million. I mean, if I'm the Giants, I'd be like, hey, listen, go ahead and do your own thing. You know, I, I think I'd rather have a Derek Carr than a Daniel Jones. You know? Yeah, I, I would agree. And I know, you know, I mean, if Derek Carr went anywhere, I feel like we'd be the first to know because we'd hear from Derek Carr on the show. Well, you know, I'm thinking about going to New York. I think I, I think I see myself in the big city with the bright lights. You know, Vegas just didn't work out for me. I was too hot. But now I'm going to go to New York. I'm going to win one with the Jets. I don't know why he you does that You know what your Derek Carr sounds like a little bit? Tell me. It sounds like a more cowboy Brett Favre. Well, you know, I told you this now, George, that when I was with the Raiders, I had the same locker as the Snake. Kenneth Stabler. <laughs> and Kenneth Stabler has in, gone into my body and my soul. And what's the name of that actor from the Elvis movie that couldn't stop being Elvis? Austin Butler. Yeah, that is that is Derek Carr. Derek Carr just cannot stop. I can't stop talking like this. Something happened along the way, and I still talk like this. I don't know how it happened, but it did. <laughs> All right, coming up next, are your gutty little Padres in trouble with one of their biggest stars? Uh-oh. Trouble in paradise, you say? <laughs> we'll see about that coming up next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Oh, man. These dudes, I never realized how popular they were until they had a concert many, many years ago at the Microsoft, the small theater. And I think it was the might have been one of the first times they came to L.A., and I, I couldn't believe how many people were outside for this thing. And there's no way that all those people were going to fit in that small theater. So I'm guessing they were just there because they loved the band so much. That's when I knew the power of K-pop and BTS. And ever since then, they've just been playing big at venues after that. But it was stunning. I'll never forget like seeing a sea of people for them. Yeah, I guess this is news to me. This is like a new song, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is like brand new. This is new music. This is just recently yeah. released. This Laura, do you, were you around then when they had the Microsoft concert? At, no. For BTS? No, no it was, but I'm it was with you, Kathy. Before you? Yeah. But, dude, it was crazy how many people were out there. Just to get a glimpse of them. It was nuts. I'm with you, Cappy. I This is new to me, so I'm with yeah, you. I don't, I don't have it. I don't have this in my uh, in my bag. There's probably a couple songs that, if you heard them, you'd know them. Like, they probably yeah, they have like a couple of super Cappy. popular yeah. ones. Like, yeah. Not this one. 
No, this is not one of them. It's like, eh. Yeah. What is the song? What's the one that they, like, was getting all the radio play the recently? One? Yeah, that's the one. The yeah. yeah. Play What's that one, one if you've got it. What's the one that goes uh, Gingham style? What's that one? That's not oh, them. Oh, man, no. That's uh, Gangnam that? Style is actually, and that was like 10 or 12 years ago. Is that not K-pop? No. Oh. Maybe. I mean, I don't know, but not what, not like no, this boy band stuff like, that we're referring to. Yeah, K-pop oh. is like like an agency like curates these kids from like when they're 18 yeah. years old and right. like literally raises them in a home to be pop stars. L- like Menudo. Uh-huh. Yes. No way. Yes. Do you remember Menudo? Yeah, There's I remember like, whole, like Ricky like, Martin Menudo. Yeah, like them. Culture yeah. though, along with it that they do all kinds of gross and weird things where they like starve the kids because they don't want them to get too fat and they make Whoa, them. Oh, I don't know about that. Like, oh that yeah, sounds really? Crazy. It's yeah, it's it's crazy. You know. Really? Is there oh, any yes. documentary on this oh, that I could look at? Plenty of them. There's a podcast. I don't know anything about this this subculture. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Hmm. I mean, it's you know they they Did literally. You see this in a documentary. Yeah, there's like do- I mean, it's like a known thing. <laughs> like everybody kind of knows that that's that's what they do with them, and it's. A well, I didn't culture. know that part. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I I mean, I guess I guess if you think about it, that it's, I guess it's, that it's actually similar to like wise, how some yeah. countries like raise um you know like baseball players like in you know to or right or like the Dominican players. Republic right like, right they, they, they start training player. them when they're young to right. be pop stars right you sign a soccer player at twelve years old yes. you put them into your academy yep and you train them. But I they, didn't know they did this yeah, though with, with pop yeah, stars. Yeah, I didn't but it's, know that. it's like very extreme, I guess. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, there's probably there were some like I've seen some of these documentaries on some of these boy bands, and yeah, they do talk about some of the extreme things that were done. But I thought those days were done, like because it happened. You know, like those were well, like BTS the old school was days. one of no BTS is one of the boy bands that like recently spoke out about it. Mm. I didn't know that was still a practice as well. Oh I was yeah, saying. oh yeah. yeah. They and then they like take all their money and like make them sign these shady contracts so they make all the money and the kids don't make anything. And then all of a sudden they're twenty five and they're done because they've aged out of that whole scene and they're like, oh, we're broke. And they're like, oh, sorry. It's very sad. Wow, this is a uh, this is a subculture of. Popular music that I have just yeah, but you've never heard this song. You've heard this song. This song you've heard. Hold on, let me hear it. This joint just dropped. Is this brand new? Mm. No, no, it's not. It's pretty old. It's a couple years, right? Uh, This is this is one I've not. I didn't spend enough time focusing on this genre. Here, listen. Start it again, Laura. The beginning. He has to have heard the beginning. Like a criminal gun cover, pop like trouble, breaking into your heart like that. Ooh! <laughs> Come on, you don't know this song? You've never no, heard sir. this? No, Julia sir. Julia knows this song for sure. What's the name of this group? BTS. Yes, Butter. Yo, That's Jewel, a song. You know BTS? Does she definitely She does. said, I mean, I've heard of them. Right. Yeah, yeah they're not for everybody, but you have right. to have known. They yeah. also skew a little younger. Yeah, yeah, definitely younger than her, but she knows who they are. Hmm. I mean, I know who they are. That's what she just told me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. Oh, funny. All right, Cappy, what's going on with your boy Manny Machado and those little gutty Padres? Trouble in paradise, it seems. Well, maybe. I mean, think about it. If you are the star player of a team and you have a 10-year, $300 million contract but you can opt out after your fifth year, you're looking at the team and you're going, okay, so wait a second. You gave Tatis a $350 million contract, I mean, before the kid even reached puberty. And look at the disaster he created. And you went out this past offseason and you gave Xander Bogarts a deal that's going to take him into his early 40s. That's a mega contract. And you went out and you made a trade for Juan Soto that's maybe the biggest transaction in the history of the trade deadline. And that's and by the way, you're going to have to pay... That. that guy just turned down like a $450 million contract or something like that. And you got him under contract for two more years, but then you signed Joe Musgrove for $20 million a season. Yeah. You Darvish gave you a hometown discount and extended his deal, but only at $18 million a year. I mean, the point I think I'm making is, is that if you're Manny Machado, you're looking at the organization, you're going, hello, hello, I'm 30. I'm about to enter the prime of my career. I'm going to opt out at the end of this year because I can go make $35 million a year. Why would I stay here for $30 million a year when I go find somebody to pay me $35, maybe more? So it's, it is strange, though, that the Padres, who have done all this work, 
to get themselves ready just to beat the Dodgers because that's what that's what they want to do. They know they got to go through the Dodgers. If you've given up all this money to all these guys, what about the guy that's been your leader? What about the guy that's been your most consistent player? And um, and I actually love this kind of stuff because Manny Machado, he's the kind of guy that um, when he starts being unhappy, he make a lot of other people around him unhappy. And for me, I love drama like that. I mean, it, it, listen, George, it's why I love to see my man Brody back in town with the Clippers. Which, I by love, the way, I love good drama. We didn't get into that. I actually said this yesterday. And, and you know, hopefully Samurai the Seventh is still listening. Um, my guy. So I actually said yesterday, and Laker fans got all mad at me, because I said, you know, I actually think Russ to the Clippers, if Russ plays a role, um, is fine because they're not dependent on Russ. He is a luxury for them. And I think that if he can play on a team like that with a bunch of veterans – and not have to be dependent on on a nightly basis and just fit in, which I think he showed for a time with the Lakers that he could do. It just was never going to work out for a number of different reasons, mostly on the floor, to be honest with you, just not good chemistry, but other reasons, obviously, as we've documented for a long time as well. I actually feel like he could help himself and help them. Now, do I think, like Gilbert Arenas said, that he's the difference maker to winning a championship? I mean, I don't know if I'd go that far, uh, but I've seen a lot clip? of crazy. What's that? Do you want to hear the clip? Sure. Okay, here it goes. You're talking about a guy who played off the bench. He came off the bench averaging 16, 7, and 6. Name someone on your bench that is even capable. At least 20 starters is not capable of it, let alone a bench player coming off averaging 16. Two years ago, averaged a triple-double. Right. So, you know what he's capable of. So why wouldn't I want that coming off my bench? This man alone changes. He changes who wins the championship this year, believe it or not. All right. Now, wait a second. Here's a question for everybody. Mm -hmm. What happens if what Gilbert Arenas, who says, you know, former NBA player who's you know now got a podcast like everybody else in the world? And that's OK. Yeah. And I like Gil. But. What if he's right? Like, like what if? Just well, I, what I, but, if? But that's what I said. That's why I, I couched it by saying I've seen a lot of crazy things in the NBA, so I don't know. But I do think that the 30-minute Russ is not necessary on the Clippers, okay? But 20, that would help them. Especially, Cappy, yeah. with a coach like Tyron Lue. Uh, Tyron Lue is one of the best coaches in the NBA and he's a guy that says I don't care about the guy's personality just give me a guy with talent I'll figure it out and he 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 generally does my only concern is that while the Clippers continually are talented and their roster is very talented you're adding a guy to a team that already has issues with on-court chemistry because they don't play enough together um, I, I think that that's a tough thing to try to figure out because Russ is a very unique player, and I think that Russ could put up monster numbers on a team that isn't a title contender. But And I think he gave us one step, to, to Gil's point, to showing us that he could be a key contributor on a championship-level team. I, I think the Clippers could be that team, but he's going to have to play an even smaller role than he did with the Lakers coming off the bench, in my opinion. So if I'm Tyron Lue, I sit down with Russell Westbrook and I go, all right, dude, listen, let's talk about a couple of things here. Number one, this locker room is vastly different than the Laker locker room. What do you mean, coach? Here's what I mean. In the Laker locker room, LeBron is the king. In this locker room, I, I know that, you know, we got a couple of superstar players, but there's nobody that is as overwhelming and as overbearing as LeBron, because Kawhi over here, he don't say nothing. All right, Kawhi don't talk. Yeah, Paul George, that's your boy. You, you and Paul George have history. He's the one who, I mean, he pushed hard to get you here. Mm -hmm. This locker room environment will be very different for you than that locker room environment where you were clearly unhappy. But here's the thing, Russ. 
You didn't like playing with LeBron, did you? You didn't like having to be in LeBron's shadow, did you? Well, guess what? If you really want to stick it to LeBron, then you show up in here and you be the good Russ. You be the good Brody. The guy who's a supportive teammate. The guy who's jumping up and down when somebody else makes a good play. The guy who lifts a guy off the floor when he just gave a lot of effort. You be that Brody on this team, we, with you, will stick it to LeBron and the Lakers. Does that sound like something you want to do? And if Russ's answer is, hell yeah, coach, that's what I want to do, then you might you might see Gilbert Arenas be right. But again, it's about the role. It's about the role, which I think is what you discussed. If he's going to play 30 minutes a night, they don't need that. That's not the Russ they need. They need a guy that can play 20 to 25. That's a And I know people who think, oh, what's the difference? There's a big difference when it comes to playing time, particularly on a team that has that many guys. Like it, it And that's a big drop for Russ. Like five or ten minutes less a game, that is not what he's used to. So, But if he can do that, then I think Gil may be on to something. I don't know if he's the difference maker in winning a championship, though. Um, but if he can do that, I think he gets them a little closer. Sure. Well, let me tell you something, George. I highly, highly doubt that he can do that. Um, whether it's play fewer minutes or be a great teammate. or Because ultimately, what happens with guys like right, Russell but- Westbrook or Kyrie Irving or other guys who have like personality-related issues, I will call them, those issues eventually always come out. And when you say, yeah, coach, I can play 20 to 25 minutes, I can give you some great time, and I can score some points for you, and, I can... and then all of a sudden you start going... I'm playing well. Why aren't I playing more? And once you start to get him unhappy and he comes unraveled, that's when Russ goes back to being Russ. But he, here's what I and look, I'm just an idiot on the radio. Like I, you know, I happen to be around this sport a lot. But like this would be me because I like Russ. Okay, I, I I like him personally. I think he can still be a good player in this league uh, on a team. But it's going to have to be in a different role than what he's used to. And if he's willing to do that. I think that he can play for a long time still in this league. If he's if he does what you just said, then I think that the shelf life will be shorter for him on good teams, is what I would say. And I hope that's not the case because I'd rather see him impact winning, which I still think he can do in the right situation, but it's got to be similar to what I mentioned earlier, which is less minutes than what he's used to. Mm, I don't know, man. I, I had a lot of faith in Brody earlier in the season I was like wow he's becoming yeah. something I never thought he could be but his yeah. true colors ultimately shine through yeah that sounds like a song doesn't it yeah. true colors shining through oh Cindy Lauper um yeah. his true colors ultimately shown shined through yeah so I don't right. think people change coming up next Cappy we have big deal or no deal also we got two more topics that I want to get to today uh Shohei Otani there's a topic about him and A.J. Brown, the wide receiver for the Eagles, talks about Nick Sirianni and his dog pooping. So okay. I definitely want to get to those two before we I'm interested in that. Yeah. But Big Deal or No Deal is next. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks, Christopher. All right, Lindsay, you take it away. Thanks, Sedano. So we're talking a little bit of baseball um, earlier, but I'm going to get into the nitty gritty with Mookie Betts, one, one of the most lovable Dodgers there is right now, right? Well, the 2017 Astros may be the face of MLB's sign-stealing scandal, but they were far from the only team that was doing it. Remember, the following season, the Red Sox were also cited for illegally stealing signs, but MLB said that their operation was, quote, far more limited in scope and impact than the Astros. Well, this past Sunday, during in an L.A. Times column by Dylan Hernandez, Mookie Betts admitted that he was aware that his team was using live video feeds to steal opponent signs. He said, quote, yeah, everybody was. He said, people are trying to make it like we were cheating. Give us credit. We had a good team. Give us some credit. We had Cy Young winners. We had MVPs. We had Gold Glove winners. We had Silver Sluggers. We had all that. So take that into account. So is what Mookie Betts said here a big deal or no deal, Sedano? I mean, it's a big deal because we made a big deal about it. But at the time, I mean, we knew everybody was doing it. Like, we made a big deal about the Astros because they were the most brazen. They were using, like, devices allegedly in the trash cans. They made it the most obvious of everyone. But I remember at the time having this conversation and saying, literally, if you look at the history of baseball, it's just people trying to find a way to cheat and get any edge they can. And by the way, professional sports in general, Cappy, I would say, is like that. But baseball has been notorious for it forever. Yeah, there's there's cheating. And then, depending on how you look at it, there's scouting. And so... You know, you say it's a big deal. We made it a big deal. You know why we made it a big deal? Because the Astros beat the Dodgers. That's why. You know, if if the Astros had beaten, it doesn't matter who else from the National League. I know Dodger fans be like, yeah, okay, whatever. I mean, they're a bunch of cheaters, okay. But they wouldn't show up down at Tropicana Field protesting them. And they wouldn't boo them every time they come to town. So they took something that you thought was yours. And Mookie Betts... You know, the the, Ash, or the Astros were the bad guys because they won. Um, the, the Red Sox are bad, but not as bad because they weren't as good at cheating, apparently. Right. So I just don't think it's that big of a deal because, George, with you, it's like it's that's like saying everybody was taking steroids. Well, not everybody, but a yeah, lot of guys pretty were. Much everybody, and yeah. it was impacting yeah. the game. Yeah. Didn't bother me. In fact, I was in Cabo this past weekend. You know they have all those little pharmacias where you can get like, everybody's got you want. steroids there. Oh, dude, they'll sell you any steroid. Like they got these pictures of these guys all pumped up and muscles everywhere and lean as can be, wearing those little banana hammock deals. You know, like, dude, I was thinking about buying myself some steroids while I was down there. But then I thought, if I buy them, can I bring you them back? Bring them back. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and remember the last time you had issues with certain things going to and from Mexico? Yes, that's right. Other substances. Yeah, remember that. Which, you know, listen, that's from the earth. I mean, not really. It was made, like, out of gummies, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, anyway, you In, know the story. You know, interesting side note about um, getting medication from, what do they call the pharmacies in Mexico, Cappy? Pharmacia. Pharmacias. Um, there was a, a LA Times story that did all kinds of investigating on that, and they said that seven. it was, like, 70-something percent of the medications that were sold in, like, the tourist area pharmacies had illicit drugs in them like a lot of the like ADHD medications had methane had meth in them and then a lot of the painkillers had fentanyl in them and so it's like a big huge thing so be careful if you are buying stuff from there just be careful I'm not I'm not any that goes to anybody wait okay what did you guys say how did you guys pronounce that I called it a farmacia. Is that not right? Oh, I thought it was farmacia. No, it is farmacia. But oh, okay. Farmacia. I was like, wait, what? I was like, have I been pronouncing it wrong my whole life? You had me thinking right there. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, that's like me. I screwed up the word albodangas. 
I mean, I can give you that one because it's a little tough, but pharmacia. I was like, because even George said pharmacias, and I'm like, wait, what? Have I been doing it? We anglicized yeah, it. You're saying it, capi oh, style. Okay, cool. <laughs> I had the best birria tacos the other day. What? Yeah, birria. Oh, oh so good. happy. And I mean pure local. There wasn't a white guy in the place other than me. Seriously. And I was like, oh, I'm in the right place. I am off the beaten path, and I'm getting these birria tacos. Fire. Be- My mom's birria is so bomb. So bomb. By the way, Cappy, I have an update real quick before we move on uh, from our guy, Ara, who's uh, handling our uh, pickleball tournament, mm-hmm. helping Tommy and them. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, at, when I guess he was listening to the show earlier, a couple hours ago, he said, we limited the tourney to intermediate level at 4.0, and most are 3.0 to 3.5 players. I don't know what the hell that means, but I guess he'll know. Uh, decent, but not super great, so no advanced players playing, or at least not supposed to. Mm-hmm. So he's saying there could be some liars in there. Now, does Ara say that he's got an indoor place for us to practice tomorrow? No. I didn't ask him that. Come on, Ara. We had a practice scheduled for tomorrow. George oh is canceling God. it. You wanna... I got stuff to do tomorrow, bro. You and I are supposed to have lunch anyway. We are going to have lunch after your haircut. Right. So I got to do that. I got you know, stuff to do in the morning. What time's your haircut tomorrow? One o'clock. Maybe I'll come meet you and get my haircut, too. You want to? Oh, dude, you have no idea. I mean, it is just... Pure okay, I, you right want me now. to text my lady? Mm, she can't cut my hair. Oh, I mean, she, she'll never let you back in. She'll be like, don't bring this guy to me. Look at his crazy ass hair. I can't cut yeah. that. Teresa. Hola, Teresa. You may call her Teresa, but Teresa. Mm. I don't know. I just got back from Mexico for four days, and I took a nice picture of the flag, me and the Mexican flag, Viva Mexico. You know, at the top yeah. of Land's End. So right now, I'm I mean, feeling you could very... get your hair cut with me. It's fine if you'd like. I mean, from Teresa? That would be. Uh, that would make us closer than we already are. <laughs> Will you get your nostrils waxed? No, I don't need to. I'm fine. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Go ahead, Lindsay. Sorry. Oh, are we still doing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure? Damn, girl. Well, I mean, you guys have just been like talking about like haircuts and plans for tomorrow for the past five minutes. I figured. Well, I just wanted to update the pickleball thing. All right. Yeah, well, that's what uh, dealer's choice is for. Oh, my bad. That's true. You are right, actually. You know what? I take that back. All right. My erase big. the record of everything I just said. Go ahead, Lindsay. Strike that, reverse it. Okay, Apple TV Plus is emerging as a potential landing spot for Pac-12 college football rights. I saw this! Yes. The commissioner of the Pac-12, George Kilakoff, could present Apple... Kliakoff. could present... I always get that name wrong every time I've said it. He could present Apple as a possibility to his school soon as as ESPN, Amazon, and Fox Sports are reportedly only lukewarm on the league. So whether the universities would be interested in a potential all-streaming deal has yet to be determined, so this is something to keep an eye on. But do you think that if the Pac-12 football games went just to Apple TV+, Plus, would that be a big deal or no deal, Sedano? So, Cappy, I love this stuff, okay? I love these conversations about TV rights and all that stuff, okay? So when I saw this story earlier today, Um, I thought to myself, there's only one of two ways this is going to go. It's either going to be a stroke of genius eventually, not in the immediacy, but eventually, or it's going to be a a complete unmitigated disaster for the Pac-12, okay? There's no in-between here, okay? Because the difference between what Apple and like Amazon, let's take Amazon, for example, right? They own Thursday night football. If I had to guess, I don't know this for sure, this is a completely reckless speculation, that when the NBA rights are up, Amazon has already kind of said they want to da- they want to get into the NBA rights business. My guess is they would want Thursday night basketball. You know what I mean? To kind of keep it Thursday night as a thing, a standalone thing. The problem with college football is that twofold. One, there's a million games on on a Saturday. You know what I mean? Like, you're the Pac-12. You don't like the fact that ESPN and Fox put you on late at night to be the only game. So you want to be on earlier, but that means you're going to compete against other games, which means people have to take an extra step to find your games at Apple Plus and not on Fox or ESPN or wherever. And then second of all, George Kliakoff, man, he really got trumped by the Big 12, Cappy. Um, Michael, I think it's Michael Yormark. It's one of the Yormark brothers is the Pac-12, uh, Big 12 commissioner. He got in there and literally in like, it felt like five minutes he became the commissioner. He got their rights deal done with ESPN and Fox because he's like, I'm going to secure this right away while the Pac-12 is just, you know, chilling out and, not, and taking their sweet time. So those things, I think, have hurt this scenario for them 
or can hurt this scenario for them. But I, I, I don't know what to think because it's the wild, wild west. And I'm curious to see if the schools are okay with going strictly on a streaming service. I'm telling you right now, uh, the Pac-12 is done. Pac-12 is toast. You lose USC, you lose UCLA, and you can already see why television networks are now lukewarm. You don't have SC. That's the history and tradition. You don't have UCLA. That's the LA marketplace. Without that, what do we really have here? And by the way, Washington will eventually leave. Oregon will eventually leave. And what you're going to be left with is a conference that is going to be lucky to merge with a, a mid-major like, like a Mountain West. Well, I mean, they're already talking about San Diego State and uh, what was the other team? Um, SMU, right. Both mid and, uh, Mountain West teams. Yeah. And I will tell you this right now. Um, I think if you're the Big 12, before you ever let the Pac-12 get your hands on, on schools like that, you might actually go in there and make a move for them. Uh, here's all I'm saying is this. Is it a big deal? Yeah. You know why? Because I think the Pac-12 is done. I think it's toast. It's not looking good, bud. I'll say that. All right. Lindsay, you got one more? Or are we done? Yes, I do have one more. Okay. Thank you for asking. So don't try to pull some Conor McGregor grade antics around Dustin Poirier unless you want to get slapped. Because mm. that's what some guys uh, figured out during a Mardi Gras parade over the weekend. One of them had the bright idea of making a sign that read, quote, Hey, Dustin, your wife is in my DMs to flash at the UFC fighter as he drove by. So if you're not familiar, that's in reference to Conor McGregor taunting Poirier after he beat him in a fight in July of 2021. One of my favorite song clips ever. Your wife is in me DMs, hey baby! I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Love it. Your wife is in me DMs. Love it. So, <laughs> so Poirier then held his hand out as if he was going to give the man a high five, but he pulled it back to draw him in, and then he slapped him in the face. So is him slapping the fan in the face over this sign that he said was disrespectful a big deal or no deal, Cappy? Uh, not a big deal. But the fan should know that when you mess with any UFC guy, any MMA guy, you're not dealing with a normal human being. I mean, these guys fight for a living. They love to fight. They don't. They will put hands on somebody immediately. Most people like me are like, hell, oh, oh, hey, hey, I don't want to get into a fight. I don't want to get into a fight. I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to hurt anybody. Chances are I don't want to get hurt. But hey, 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 I don't. So when you taunt a UFC fighter. Your wife is in me DMs, hey, baby. You are uh, you are setting yourself up to get smacked. Stupid. Yeah, I'm with you, dude. Like I couldn't agree more. Like you're you're a dummy for going after Dustin Poirier, who's and by all intents and purposes a really nice dude. Like he's not he's not Conor McGregor out there trying to like you know antagonize. Like that's not his thing. He's like a nice dude. So yeah, just really bad idea. I love interviewing mixed martial artists. And not about like upcoming fights or past fights. I say things like this. Hey, Chuck Liddell, tell me a story about getting into fights in bars or on the streets. Because every one of these MMA guys, they've been in a million fights outside of the octagon. And they all got stories about beating up like six, seven guys at the same time. Freaking love those stories. Dude's Let's start doing beat, that. Though. Yeah, you'd have to think the guy's going to yeah, sue him. Yeah, he's going to get paid. For getting slapped? Yeah. yeah, he put his hands on him. People sue oh, well. for everything now. Yeah, well, Just saying. Shouldn't make signs like that. I agree. I'm not disagreeing with both of you. It's very crappy. You shouldn't but. make signs about that, but like, first of all, that's not even that bad. It's like a very tongue-in-cheek joke that like, he obviously takes that subject matter and that whole taunting thing very personally, but he hit him. You can't just hit people. No, you can't hit people, but yeah. you also need to just kind of be careful. But, right? I mean, Cappy was all mad about Bad Bunny throwing a That's cell right. phone into the right. water or whatever. But he's like, That's ah, right. whatever, not a big deal if you smack this dude. He's a UFC like, fighter, so you well, just got to expect him to want to fight him. Here's the thing. What? But here's like, the thing. You come at Bad Bunny for throwing a cell phone. Why are you coming at Bad Bunny? Let me tell you why, though. Because, see... If this guy walks up to Dustin Poirier and his wife and he has no idea who they are and he's disrespectful in a bar and he gets slapped, that's one thing. This is, you are asking for trouble. You're antagonizing. No, right. I get they're both bad. I'm just saying don't put hands on nobody. That's all. You won't get, he's I mean, get That's paid. like Bad Bunny. Don't put your hands on that girl's phone and throw her phone. That's I agree. Rude. I'm just saying. He about on, to bad get paid. Cappy, this is just like the whole Will Smith thing, you know? Exactly. Keep your damn mouth out. Keep my wife's name out your damn mouth. <laughs> Keep it my is. mouth out your mouth. Yeah, it is. Also, Bad Bunny, please 
Stay away from the Kardashians. Please, please, we beg you. What do you mean, stay away from the Kardashians? What's happening there? One of the Jenner sisters. Which one? Kendall. Kendall. That was a rumor. I was like, please, bro. They're definitely dating. They were like making out at some restaurant over the weekend. I'm like, first of all, you just made a whole ass album song about our culture and how beautiful it is and all this stuff. And then you date one of those girls. Like, mm, mm -mm, bad branding. Just saying. Bad branding for bad bunny. Just saying. Just saying. Putting it out there. Okay. Uh, All right. Coming up next, dealer's choice. Lindsay will, uh, will, will. Well, well, you we'll, already used all that material, right? We, you know, we could we struck the record though. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> but we do want to get to AJ Brown talking about Nick Sirianni's dog pooping. That we need to get to before dealer's choice, actually. So we'll do that and a little show. Hey, maybe in between there too. All right, that's next. Robert Half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Number one hit 2004. Uh, Cappy, so Dead Meow 5 in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust says, Ponche Cappy. Sedano, I'm doing insert any task tomorrow. Cappy, oh really? I want to go. Sedano, really? Okay, I'll set it up. Cappy, ah oh, no, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> Says never fails. Every time they take up Cappy and he sees that it's getting serious, he'll back out. I just don't want to go to Teresa to cut my hair. Why don't you trust Teresa? She does my hair. No, my hair, George. It's not about me not trusting her. It's about her not being happy with you. Okay, that's fine. I show up and she's like, "Wait, this is not. This is some complicated. This is a serious okay. fro we got going on here." Okay, you know? that's fine. I'm just saying. All right. Do you want me to bring you anything uh, on on the way there? Well, we're having lunch. You don't need anything. That's no, true. but I want to play pickleball tomorrow. I don't know if we can do that. I guess we can't do that. I mean, there's going to be 50 mile per hour gusts tomorrow. That's why we play indoors. Ay, Dios mío. Hey, what happens if, let me ask you this, you ready? Mm-hmm. If, if on March 18th, yeah. if God forbid on March 18th, it rains, it's rainy, it's cold, yeah. and it's windy, Yeah. do you back out? So you're going to say we should practice in the 50 mile per hour gusts? I mean, listen, let me ask okay, you Okay, if you come to my house, hold on. Let me, I'm going to, hold on. Let me call my wife on right now. Oh my goodness! I'm caught. She's bathing Mateo. Let me see if she picks up the phone because I can hear mm-hmm. the water running. Mm-hmm. Let's see. She picks up the phone. Not looking good. Riveting my guess radio. is the phone is not in the uh, in the bathroom with her while she's bathing Mateo. Hi, you're on the air. So just so you know, on speaker. Don't um, curse. Yeah. What's um? Are we? Do you need me in the morning tomorrow for anything? What's tomorrow Wednesday? Yeah. Um. No, because no, Cappy is a baby, and he, want, he, you know, he wants to play pickleball tomorrow, even though it's going to be 50-mile-per-hour gusts. Well, actually, that's not true. Oh, I don't really so want to play in 50-mile-an-hour gusts. It's just that we had plans to play pickleball tomorrow. It's so cold. It's going to be super cold tomorrow. But no, he wants to do it, so I'm going to go in a sweater. Yeah, okay, so he can just, yeah. So he doesn't well, have this was really This is really what I was getting at. Yeah, he's going to drive up. You're driving but, to me, then, if we were but, doing this, Cappy. But this is what I was really going to get at. She if, can't hear you, by the way. All right, well. Food or anything? No, no, no. But if um, on the day, on March 18th, George. Is he that much of a baby that we have to feed him? Are we going to feed you? No, we're going to lunch later afterwards. So. <laughs> Listen, hold on a second. Kelly can't hear me. Here, here's the point. Yeah. If on the day. No, he, you can't hear him. So hold on, Kelly. Yeah. If on March 18th. If it's raining and freezing and windy and cold, I can tell you right now, that ain't my kind of pickleball weather. Yeah. So he's saying basically that the day of the tournament, if it's raining and freezing and cold, we'll be prepared for it. No, no, I'm saying I'm not playing. When is the tournament? March 18th. And where is it? It's in, uh, where the hell is it? Fountain Valley. Fountain Valley in the OC. 
Yeah. Anyway, do you, do you need me for anything tomorrow? No. Okay. All right. Cool. I'm sorry. You're bathing Mateo. You can go back to that. Sorry. Yeah. Can you hear it? <laughs> yeah. I can hear it. Yeah. All right. Bye. All right. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Aww. Uh, all right. Tomorrow, 10 a.m., be here. He's not showing up. Let me go back, I was to, just the, gonna say me go back to the script here. Zero the script chance. Is, zero chance. The script is I'm doing any any task. Oh, really? I want to go. Really? Okay, I'll set it up. Uh, nah, I'm not going to make that. Should 10 a.m. Should we? You want to play? 10 a.m. tomorrow. What Bring time a sweater. We, well, let me ask you a question. What time were we originally scheduled to play? I don't know. I don't. What do you mean? Like I, back weeks ago when you what, were when, feeling when we said, you partied too hard said, at Yamava? When we said we were going to play on tom- on Wednesday, what time were we originally planning on We had talked tomorrow? about 12.30, but we can't play that's, 12.30 because well, I have a 1 o'clock haircut. But that, you see, that's the time I'm no, available is 12.30. No, no. Oh, stop no, it. No, what do you mean no, 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 no? This is him right here. He knew because the little cat, not little, I should not say that. Your cappy cast, you can't come in earlier. Cappy, you got to cancel that. You've canceled on George, what, now if you really cancel on this one like four times? You now, can't do that. Now, now, wait a second. Hold on a second. We I had told plan- you you would hold say on, that. Hold on, hold on. We had plans for 12.30 tomorrow. George no, no, we didn't. Because no, I, we I, did. No, 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 no. he can't no, because he has a haircut. No, 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 no. Actually, I have the text here. I said 12.30, and then I said, oh, forget it. We can't do it because the weather's going to be terrible. Who canceled? The weather? Okay, so you said we can't play because of the weather. Then right. you went on to say later on. But now but you want to play. Now you want to play in the bad weather? Fine. 10 a.m. That's when no, it no, happens. No, no, 12.30. Why do you Why do you dictate when we do things? I don't, George, I told you I'm available at 12.30. I will see you tomorrow at 12.30. No, Change you, your haircut. You won't see me. Change your haircut. No. Yes. No. Change Teresa, your haircut Teresa so that we can counts, practice tomorrow. Teresa counts on my cash to help her. So no. Well, then, then guess what? You go to her at 10 o'clock. You go to her at 10, I'll She's see not you there. at 12.30. She gets there at 1. Oh, George, you're screwing I'm this whole thing client. up. I'm her first client. George, come on. you got to stick to the plan. Okay, then we can't have lunch tomorrow. So we're going to practice rather than lunch. Okay. All right, so we practice at 2. Wait. Well, so- we practice at 2, then we're not going to have a lot of time to get to the studio. I was going to say, yeah, I'm not going to make it. Aren't you guys going to the game after and you're going to go all sweaty? No, that's Thursday. Oh, okay, that's right. We're going to have to practice pickleball tomorrow in the hallway at ESPN 710. You stand on one end, I'll stand on the other end. Or maybe we'll do it in the conference room. We'll use the conference room. By the way, I'm looking at the text now. When I said, okay, we'll do 1230 that day, you wrote cool. And then you text me the next day and said, yo, looks like rain Wednesday. Do you have any indoor pickleball courts nearby? If not, maybe we can just meet for lunch. And I said, no indoor courts near me. Let's just do lunch. 2 p.m. We'll do it lunch. So you were the one that brought up the weather, not even me. I said, let's practice indoors. But there's no indoor courts for us. I will find indoor courts. Manda huevo. Ay, dos mios. We didn't get to the poop story. This is all your fault. You and your poop made us skip the poop. You and your haircut made us skip practice. You could cut your hair with me, but you decided not to. No, Teresa. All right, we're done here. Bye, Cappy. Bye, Lindsay and Laura. Great job by you two. Cappy, you're a poop face. Peace. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.